This is the Sea to Sky podcast, exploring what the Sea to Sky has to offer. Welcome to another edition of the Sea to Sky podcast. My name is Marcus. I'm sitting with uh, Kate and Amy, co-producers of Between Shifts Theater that has many shows at the Eagle Eye Theater. And you have, you always do a Christmas show. Yeah, and, and some kind. Yep. Yeah. Sure. And you, you guys are a staple of Squamish. I mean, you've been. Well, we've been here for 25 years. That's a staple. Yeah. I would consider that a, a staple. Yeah. You know, and I think there's a lot of new people in town who don't quite understand what you guys have been doing with the Between Shifts Theater. Right. Yeah. Well, right now, I just caught the last end of your rehearsal for uh, A Christmas Story. Right. But uh, let's first talk about history of the theater group. Sure. So tell me more. Tell That's me more. Definitely over to Kathy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, myself and another fellow, Mark McConkie, in 1993, um, decided to or were encouraged to start our own theater group. So both of us had done theater in university. I had my degree and so did Mark. And so we thought, sure. So we started this little group. And um, uh, so, yeah, we did our first show in Brennan Park on the stage there, which was this big echoey cavern. And uh, I was, and then it just grew from there. He left in 1997 and I've been at the helm ever since. I've seen many of your shows. Um, I left town for many years and came back, but I've mm -hmm. seen many of your shows prior. And you always seem to have mountain ephemers in your cast, which is good for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a couple, last couple of years. Yeah. yeah. What's been your progress? What's been the, the stages so far? So you've started and then have you been growing? Has it been steady? Has it, have you seen? I would see what, what I would say has happened is that we've had a real increase in quality. And I would say that we also have t chosen at least once a year to do something that is extremely challenging. And um, we've entered, we now enter festivals more often than we did before. And we win a lot more than we did before. <laughs> so I would say that, um, and also we have more professional people within our group, within our, some of our group have now become professionals, but they still um, are part of Between Shifts Theatre, which is a nonprofit um, society. So we're all volunteers. I'd like to get that out there too, that mm. this is all volunteer. Every, since, every single production involves hundreds and hundreds of hours of volunteer work. So when you're buying a ticket that goes to the cost of the theater itself? And pretty much. Um, pretty much all our ticket prices go back into our next production that we're going to do. Yeah, the, the cost of the theater is probably the biggest expense that we have. But then there's also the cost of royalties and rights for the script. And then your costumes, your props, your lighting, your mm -hmm. set construction, blah, 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 on and on, publicity, on printing, all that. So there's there's a, a budget that you follow. And uh, yeah, so it's, um, yeah, all the money goes back into the club. So what have been your hits and misses? Well, I think one of our misses lately is actually there's, a, there's been a lot of um, uh, changing demographic in Squamish. So one of the things that we're really struggling with right now is, like you say, is getting all those volunteers and, and, and getting people involved. Because we've lost a lot of actors that have lived here and that were mainstay performers mm -hmm. for the company for a long time. Mm -hmm. and. I guess rising costs and all the rest of it, people move on and, and the new people that have come, we need to find a way to engage them. We need to find a way to get mm -hmm. them involved and yeah. to invite them mm -hmm. to join. And the, the lack of volunteers is you're not unique in that. I think it's pretty much everywhere throughout Squamish True, yeah. that everyone's is really needs those volunteers. Mm -hmm. And it's, and again, it comes down to what our community has become over yeah. the 25 years. You must've seen obviously the change this Good community Lord, has yes, seen, yeah. right? Very changed. And we have a different type of, 
um, feel here. Obviously, we have yeah. a lot of people who work not in Squamish. Mm-hmm. They're back and forth, so the time yeah. they spend here is is not. It's more yeah. family oriented, not necessarily go and volunteer. And they're commuting. You know, they're commuting back and forth. So their work days are they're double income families that are commuters. Their work days are eleven hours a day to try and go. Okay, now I'm going to go out and do this this mm-hmm. production all evening is is exhausting for them. You know, yeah. Yeah. so that's. So that's again commendable for you for for sticking with it and keep it going, right? Yeah. And, and get those people out here. And you still have a pretty si- sizable cast. I mean, you're you're still plugging away, so you must be doing something, right? Well, you know, kids. We we've uh, we mm-hmm. one of the things that we we're moving to do is to try and incorporate um, at least for the Christmas show an all ages production. Yeah. Because there's so many talented kids. The the cast of this show is so talented. Yeah. These kids. We could have cast the, sh- the all the kids parts like three times over. We had so many kids come out for this play. There are a lot of kids in Squamish who really want to get involved in theater arts. And we're, uh, you know, uh, thank God they can do stuff at school. There's some that some of the schools put on shows. And then there's um, Sam Squamish Academy of Music where they can do musical theater. And then there's us. There's But there's nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I know a lot of kids go down to Vancouver to take part in theater because they can't get it up here. Yeah, I mean, my kid's part of Sam because she wants to sing and dance and everything yeah. else. So I mean, hopefully one day I can parade her in front of you and she can do Absolutely. a show. Absolutely. <laughs> and I also teach acting classes at Sam's. So yeah, we, we teach we at Sam too. At, for kids and teens on Fridays. So trying to get more of the kids. We figure if we can build the company from the bottom up, mm-hmm. then we'll, then we're going to have our future actors as well, right? And so you do the one child-friendly uh, production a year. Do you do anything? What was it? Risque, taboo, or do you keep it sort of uh, on the up and up? Yeah, haven't we? I mean, we've uh, probably more of our subjects being a little bit more deep and uh, more difficult and challenging subjects for all of us, like Alzheimer's or, or uh, you know, global impending global warming and impending doom, that kind of thing. Uh, we haven't really done anything like, in a, a, you know, that was like a sexual thing or anything like that, because um, really our audience don't seem to be that audience. Right. Right. So um, that but that doesn't mean we don't do challenging material. And it doesn't mean that, all, you know, everything that we do is squeaky clean. I mean, there's lots of F-bombs dropped here and there and that and kind of thing. it doesn't mean you haven't ended up on stage naked, Kathy. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Calendar girls. <laughs> Oh God. How long ago was that? No, 2013. Oh, so that's kind of recent. <laughs> yeah. My God, we sold out every night on that show. That's still etched in your brain, is it? Well, I, I was just like, the whole town wants to see a bunch of old broads naked. Like, what's up with that? Like, you know, I couldn't believe it. I thought for sure they'd be like, staying away. But no, they came in droves. We nice. got to run that thing for another two weeks. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> so definitely a hit. With the Christmas story, you, you, we were talking before we started recording that this is production wise one of your biggest sort of uh you're aiming high on this one yep 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 it, uh, and um it's just it's a big one and and we're really hoping to we bring in lots of people and that you know people that maybe haven't gone to the theater before will come in and go you know oh okay i i think i had a good time here maybe i'll try this again you yeah. know so but a christmas story i mean you either know it or you don't and i think a right. certain age group has it mm-hmm. I, I i know i have it i'm old yeah. enough to know that's right. about yeah. that film yeah uh, i don't know if 10 years younger knows about it no probably not mm. not unless their parents showed them my kids mm. were you know indoctrined into a christmas that's right because i grew yeah. up with it so they they grew up with it mm-hmm. but um what i've i'm really surprised at how many people don't because i just thought it was one of those Christmas movies that you like the Grinch. It's like somebody telling me they've never seen the Grinch who stole Christmas. You right. know, I just I can't even believe it when they say they haven't seen it. But then 
that's going to be the beauty of it because they're actually going to get to see it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And um, and and how great is that? The, yeah, the, the whole all the jokes are going to be brand new and fresh for them. And It'll be great, and they won't cool. be they won't have like these expectations. You know how some people when they see a film they want then they go see the play they want to see exactly what they saw in the film. Right. And the weird thing about this one is um, sort of a reverse order of how things usually happen is that the movie was done first and the play was written after mm-hmm. by three more writers. So um, it, which is really interesting. Philip it changes Reach, the dynamic a little it, bit. Um, um, uh, yeah, it's a little bit changed. I mean, the story is just the same. There's all kinds of things that are just the same. But I actually feel that there's a bit more comedy in it. I actually think it's funnier. I and there's some more moments. And there's moments yeah. from Gene Shepard's writing that, That's right. that they've put in here. So the people who love the movie will get more tidbits of that same tone and that same humor yeah. that came out of Gene Shepard's. Because yeah. one problem I have with 80 movies and translating it to like my children is that they fall asleep halfway through. Yeah, yeah. Their, their attention span is nowhere near, I guess, what I had in the mm-hmm. 80s. Or, mm-hmm. And so it's, it's always flashbang with the stuff today. Yeah. So Christmas Story is one of those movies. I think if I turned it on with my six and four-year-old, they'd be snoozing halfway oh, through. Oh, probably. So it's probably. one of those things like, you know, the, the play has to be... The play moves at uh, a constant speed. And this is one of the things that's so challenging about staging it is that there's no scene and then the scene ends and then there's a blackout and the scene changes and then another scene happens. That doesn't happen. It's, it's a memory play. So it, it just flashes from memory to memory to memory to memory. So, uh, you know, what lights go off on one side of the stage, they're up on the other side of the stage and it's straight into the next thing. So I think for attention spans, it's actually going to be easier to, to take than it would be to watch the movie. Because mm-hmm. like you say, 80s movies, it's the pacing. The pacing mm-hmm. is always really slow. There's these really long, weird gaps. Now I understand where my parents come from. It's like, you you can't wait for anything anymore. What's the matter with you? you have yeah. no, like, you can't pay attention to anything. And now I'm saying the exact same thing to my children. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why yeah. can't you focus? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun movie. So, I mean, to take that and put it on stage and show it to a whole new generation, I think is fantastic. Yeah. It's just getting the word out there. That's right. right. And um, the other thing that's kind of new about this play is that it, it's a period piece. It's set in like 1949, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, when before, even were cool. before I was born, for mm-hmm. God's sakes. And yeah, and so we get to get all that, you know, post-war era look to it. Small town Indiana. And you know, it's, it's what, beautiful. What I love about A Christmas Story, I think what I've always loved about A Christmas Story is that it changed the genre of Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. It was the first one that ever wasn't that syrupy, sweet, glitzy, um, white Christmas or Miracle on 34th Street. It was the first one that was kind of satirical. Yeah, and made um, fun of it. Yeah, and a little yeah. sarcastic and and funny and real. Like yeah, it was real, just a bit more raw. They were real people. Yeah, and uh, and you hadn't seen that before. After that, there was Scrooge and there was mm-hmm. Elf and there was uh, the Christmas Vacation. Yeah. National Lampoon's. Yeah, but, but Christmas Story was the first. It, it changed the genre, I think, of Christmas movies. Yeah, it's and, it's and one it of those. I think I think it's the only Christmas movie I was actually able to stay awake through when I was a child because yeah. uh, it's a Wonderful Life. I still can't stay awake through that <laughs> every year. I sit myself down and I'm, I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to watch this movie and I'm done. Have, I, I, I can't make it through the movie. Maybe I should just start halfway through and just say, I watched yeah, the first half last okay, I've year. I've seen that several I saw the first yeah. half 40 yeah. times and That's now I'm going to see the second half and finally connect the two, but I've never seen the ending of that movie. But A Christmas Story, I remember they, we showed that in school and I was like, yay, it's movie day. And I was like, I wasn't bored. So I mean, it's, it's fantastic. You know what's hilarious is we've actually managed to borrow a couple of the key props from 
diehard fans in Squamish, we found the leg lamp, like the actual full size wow. leg lamp. Was that something that this person actually had in their living room? They had it. They loved the movie. They watch it. It was like on year. display or not, yeah. in, or like secretly in the attic. No, no, no. On display. <laughs> Loves the movie. And nice. then it was on display at Empire Dirt. And that's how I tracked it down. And Ryan Sharp was the owner of it. And he, um, he was really excited for us to borrow it. But we also borrowed um, a Red Rider, an actual Red Rider BB gun. From the film. From, well, it's not from the film, but it's the it's a real a replica of it, yeah. Oh. And uh, and the owners of it, um, she was in the original movie with her sister and her brother in the school that it was filmed in as extras when they were kids. So they had newspaper clippings when it came to Ontario to film, and uh, and all this sort of trivia. They each got paid a dollar. <laughs> Can you believe they went that? Out and spend it at the candy store on their way home. Oh, oh. So you see how much money that movie's made now. <laughs> yeah. So oh. you know, through this, we've met some pretty diehard Christmas story fans. Which not, been yeah, cool. not. I didn't realize either that it's like there's a huge cult falling for this. You actually can get like Christmas cookie cutters that are yeah. in the shape of the leg lamp and the flick gun and all that kind of stuff. It's just incredible. Like mm -hmm. there's this whole fo following. following. Yeah. So I guess you picked a good movie, a good movie or a good play for for this yeah, season. I hope so I yeah. think so. Yeah. And and so it's when when when's the production? When does it start? When we get tickets? November 29th it opens and we're going to run till December 8th with nine performances. The the performances in the evening are all at 7:30. We have two matinees December 1st and December 8th at 2 p.m. You can get your tickets online at betweenshiftstheater.com or you can pick them up at Billy's Flower House and we also will have tickets at the door. And there will be an intermission as well. Although they are selling faster than they are, we are our pre-sales are fabulous, so nice. it's great. Yeah, that's good yeah. news. Yes, it is good news. We're quite excited about that. Yeah. yeah. And a big shout out to your cast. Who, who do you have? Uh, who's your cast member? Oh, we have some fabulous cast members. Um, in the role of the, the narrator, who is older Ralph, is played by Peter Slate. He shoulders the whole thing because he tells the whole story. Younger Ralph is played by uh, Pepe Johnson. And, uh, and then we've got Darren McPeak um, from Mountain See? FM. Mountain FM alumni. See? That's yeah. right. He's playing the old man. He's, he's, he's pretty hilarious. Louise Robinson is the mother. Mm -hmm. um, and then we've got a uh, my own daughter, Lula, who's here right now. No nepotism at all. No nepotism at all. Zero. Born with talent. <laughs> yeah. She's playing Schwartz. And we have um, Sola Lutchford, and she's playing Randy. She's going to actually play the one general yeah yeah and then we have um eric wilde he plays flick yeah and um, emerson and uh, emerson katie, plays who are playing uh, helen and esther, esther jane. jane yeah katie moran yeah and then we have um demery demery and demery is playing scott farkas the yeah. bully yeah <laughs> and amy reed oh, yeah. is playing oh, the you're teacher. There too? I'm in it too. Oh, good. she's playing miss shields yes the teacher so how, how's it work when then she directs you do you take that very well actually it works out really well because okay. uh kathy will be the one in the main floor watching everybody and i'm usually running around in the background grabbing the kids going it's your kill it's your kill <laughs> yeah it's good <laughs> and pushing them out yeah. is this your most kid heavy production well we did one last no, year that was really kid heavy yeah we, we did, did the, the best christmas pageant ever that had more kids in it actually yeah. and then one year i directed um christmas carol mm -hmm. and um i actually had about 17 kids in it and uh 17 kids and 11 adults so that was a big cast yeah. Yeah, it's, it's also a tall order. Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of has a tone to it, whereas Christmas yeah, story, this not was, so Yeah, much. it was a lot of townspeople and choirs and that kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, mm, well, this one's more, I got shot in the eye. That's right. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a very, you know, 
it's a very linear sort of story. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm already excited. Yeah. So how, how do people get involved with your theater? So, I mean, they think this is a great idea and want to help out. I mean, just go online and it says how there's a question there. One of the drop down lists. How do I get involved? And it, and it gives you a drop down list. What you would like to do backstage, front stage, publicity. Just want to be a member. What what is it that you want to do? So you can go online and find out all about that. And we'll have some stuff probably at the theater when people come to see the play as well. And our Facebook page will say as well whenever we have auditions or anything like that. Mm -hmm. and, and just for the record, we love people who are just trying it out for the first time. You don't yeah. have to have a history of acting. Nope. You don't have to show up with a resume and a headshot. Yep. If it's just something that you wanted to give a whirl and you thought you thought you might try it out, come on down. Come Aaron on. hadn't been in anything until last nope. year and now no. here he is. <laughs> um, roped him him really well. We him really well. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, it, it's it's about being part of a community. It's fun. It's a real social yeah. club. It's yeah, you know, yeah. There's yeah. no. Uh, it's about being no part pressure. of a group and doing and creating something wonderful together. Right. Yeah. That's the main reason to do it. Of course, you come out and have fun. That's yeah. right. Right. That's exactly why you do things. Is go out and have some great times. Right. Yep. Yeah. So buy your tickets. Shows are on on your website between That's right. And this should be fun. Yes. Yeah. It should be, be fun. Have a fabulous Christmas. It's way to, a good way to start Christmas off. Yeah. It'll be lovely. For sure. Thank you for joining me. Thank, Thank you, you, Marcus. Cheers. This is the Sea to Sky podcast. If you have a comment or story ideas, please check out our website at seataskypodcast.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Sea to Sky podcast. Thank you for clicking us on.